Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hello and welcome to the Hawk Week podcast. I'm Hawk Week editor Matthew Appleby and today I'm with ITL's Sam Rivers and we're talking about something I know hardly anything about so it should be interesting. It's chat GPT. So Sam, welcome. Hi Matt, how are you doing? Good to hear your voice again. <laughs> Good to hear from you too. So Sam, what is chat GPT? So it's quite an interesting program. I'm sure a lot of people have heard about artificial intelligence um, recently. And this program is, they're describing it as this kind of large language model developed by OpenAI. Um, the GPT stands for Generative Pre-Trained Transformer. Um, basically, you can type in a, a question and it will generate a real long response from this. Um, so think of it as a glorified search engine like Google, but instead of giving you a real long list of uh, links to to scroll through, it generates quite a thought out response in quite a quick period of time that the software is very impressive. And I can see why it's gaining a lot of traction uh, in the media. And you're hearing a lot more about these programs. Well, that sounds good. Sir. How does it work? So you, it uses the internet as its source of information, which is always a worry. But essentially, you, you can sign in. The, the website for anyone interested is chat.openai.com. It's a free-to-use program. And you basically just get a kind of text box, which you can type a question in. Uh, so you would say, what is Horticulture Week, for example? And it will generate a, a, a response in quite a quick period of time. Um, that's one thing I've, I've been staggered by, is, is how quick the responses are generated. Um, um, and gives you quite a good overview of what the question is you're asking. So what are the benefits of using it? The benefits, I mean, in the news, you're hearing a lot about kind of college students, university students passing exams with things like this, which is quite worrying, really. Um, from my perspective, I see it as being really useful in writing blog articles, 
Um, but having that kind of caveat that it's not 100% accurate. So it, it has a, a few tweaks you need to make. So anything you do generate needs to be really peer reviewed. I think that's really quite, quite key when you're using this software. It's not quite as comprehensive. It can't critique um, responses, which is worrying. Um, but for general kind of blog articles, quite lighthearted material, I think I can see a real use for this program. Have you got any more worries about it? Uh, well, the, the program available is capped. Um, so there's a lot of restrictions based on it. You can't go and ask it um, kind of dangerous questions. But there's a lot of programs out there which are uncapped, which, you know, the, the, the knowledge it will have is quite terrifying, really. Um, but that's going into a whole different perspective from the immediate um, viewpoint. I think someone writing an article on this, it can almost kill originality and it can kill um, critical thinking. Um, I worry that there'll be people generating articles without actually reviewing it. They'll just put an article out based on what this is saying, which can be quite dangerous, especially, you know, in my field, if I ask it a question, um, you know, I've played about with this program as well, where you can say, what is this pest? And it will come up with a really good response, but some responses have come back with incorrect information. So unless you really review what's being typed, I think that can, it can be quite misleading. Cool. Okay. Well, let's test chat GPT's knowledge and let's test it on biostimulants. So <laughs> I'll leave this one to you, Sam. Yeah. So you know, normally how we do these podcasts, we kind of come up with a, a, a topic and we, we generate some questions and we, we have a bit of a, a fact sheet, which we can use the information on. But I'll be honest, I haven't prepared anything for this because I'm relying on chat GPT. Uh, to kind of generate the response for me. Now, I say I haven't prepared anything. I did kind of uh, write some of these questions in there just as a fail safe in case my um, computer crashes. But I'm going to do a live kind of test for it now just to really test it. So the question was, what what is a biostimulant? So I'll just type that in now. What is a biostimulant? And I think you have to put a question mark so the program knows it's a question. Um, so I'll press enter. What is a biostimulant? And then the response it's thinking about it right now, whether the, the server's quite, um, you know, busy really depends on its use. But as, as it stands, it's typing as I speak. So it's very quick. It's amazing how quick it is. It's saying a biostimulant is a substance or microorganism that when applied to plants improves plant growth, development and stress tolerance, as well as nutrient uptake and efficiency. Biostimulants can be made from various sources, such as plant extracts, seaweed, amino acids, and beneficial microorganisms. Unlike traditional fertilizers, which provide plants with essential nutrients, biostimulants work by enhancing the plant's natural processes, such as photosynthesis and hormone production, and stimulate the growth of beneficial microorganisms in the soil, which in turn can improve nutrient availability and plant health. And it goes on to summarize a little bit more, but it's, it's not much of a paragraph, but Ultimately, that's a really good response. I, I don't see anything wrong with that response regarding biostimulants. So, you know, as a general kind of <clears throat> question, what is a biostimulant? I, I can't fault that at all. No, well, that sounds pretty sort of succinct and accurate. So should we ask um, what the different types of biostimulants are? Yeah, let's, let's, let's try that one. So I do think it's, it's really the response you get is really um, dependent on the input you put into the software. So let's just type that out. Apologies if you can hear my keyboard. 
So it's already come out with there's several different types of biostimulants, which can be classified based on the origin, composition and mode of action. Some of the main types of biostimulants are, and it's giving me a list here, um, it's basically saying number one is, and it's actually listed it by number as well, which is quite impressive. So it's come up with humic and fulvic acids, uh, then seaweed extracts, uh, amino acids, microbial biostimulants, plant extracts. Um, and it says other biostimulants include chelating agents, which can improve nutrient availability and uptake, silicon-based products, which can enhance plant structure and stress tolerance. Um, it says it's important to note that biostimulants can contain a variety of active ingredients and their effects can vary depending on the specific product and application method. Um, again, it's it's quite impressive. I mean, it has summarized a bit more on, you know, what each kind of biostimulant is, like the humic and fulvic acids. Um, but there's nothing there which is jumping out as incorrect or, you know, potentially damaging if it was given as advice. So, yeah, again, very impressive. Okay, let's test chat GPT a bit more and ask, are biostimulants a substitute for fertilizers? Uh, that's a good question because that is one thing we do get asked a lot. And I think it's one of these myths in the industry that they are. Um, substitute for fertilizers. So let's ask it that question. So it's straight away again, come out with no biostimulants and not a substitute for fertilizers. So I'm quite happy to hear that. Uh, and it says, while fertilizers provide essential nutrients to plants, biostimulants work by enhancing the plant's own natural processes, such as photosynthesis and hormone production, as well as improving soil health and microbial activity. Uh, they can complement the use of fertilizers by improving nutrient uptake and efficiency, reducing nutrient losses and enhancing plant growth and stress tolerance. And in some cases, the use of biostimulants may even allow for reduced fertilizer applications while maintaining or improving plant productivity. Uh, I, I would question mark that last kind of biostimulants might allow for reduced fertilizer applications. Um, but again, it's still quite, you know, interesting to see the response. And it, the other paragraph it's come out with, it's important to note that biostimulants are not a replacement for proper plant nutrition and care. And to be honest, that's a message that we we give quite strongly to the industry. And um, I'm glad to see the program understands that too. Brilliant. Well, I suppose another big question you get asked is, can biostimulants control pests um, and or diseases? So should we ask ask it that? Yeah, let's ask it that question and see what happens. Because again, um, it's a common question and something that we, we be interesting to see what the answer is. Uh, so again, the speed of this program, it's it's staggering. I mean, it's already generated an article on biostimulants, essentially. Um, so what, what it's come out with, on can biostimulants control pests and diseases? It says, while biostimulants are generally not used as a direct control measure for pests and diseases, they can indirectly help to improve plant health and resistance to such stresses by enhancing plant growth and metabolism, as well as promoting beneficial microbial activity in the soil and on the plant surface. Biostimulants can help reduce the likelihood and severity of pest and disease problems. Um, and it's gone on to say, for example, certain biostimulants such as seaweed extracts and plant extracts contain compounds that can stimulate the production of plant defense mechanisms such as phytohormones and antioxidants, which can help to protect against pests and diseases. And they can improve the overall health and vigor of plants, making them less susceptible to stress and more able to cover from damage caused by pests and diseases. However, it's important to note biostimulants are not a replacement for proper pest and disease management practices, such as crop rotation, sanitation, and the use of IPM strategies. 
Um, so yeah, I, again, it's quite a good answer, but it it teeters on the edge of legalities because biostimulants we cannot officially say they control any pest or disease. Anything that has that claim has to be registered as a plant protection product, um, and it has certain restrictions on its use. So, you know, we have when we're advising growers and using biostimulants, we don't make any claim of pest or disease reduction. So that's one thing which I would say. It, it doesn't directly say that it gives a good idea overview of what, what they can do, but it, yeah, I'd say that the response needs to maybe be a bit more thought out there. Brilliant. Okay. Let's ask chat GPT one more question. Um, where do you see biostimulants being used in the horticulture industry? Well, okay. Let's, let's ask it this question. It's quite, I mean, the speed is just phenomenal. Um, the horticulture industry there we go we type that out i even put a typo in there um and it's come up with it seems to have ignored that and come up with quite a good um answer already uh, so it says biostimulants have many potential applications in the horticulture industry when they can be used to improve plant growth productivity and quality as well as reduce the need for synthetic inputs such as fertilizers and pesticides um here are some examples of where biostimulants may be used in horticulture so it comes up with, again, a list, uh, nursery production, uh, fruit and vegetable production, turf management, and landscape maintenance. Um, it says overall biostimulants have many potential applications in the horticulture industry where they can help growers and landscapers produce healthier, more productive, and more sustainable plants. Um, again, it's quite a good answer. I think the first paragraph that I came up with where it says it helps reduce the need for synthetic inputs such as fertilizers and pesticides. So I can see the program's a little bit confused about, it. you know, the first question we asked or one of the second questions we asked, sorry, was can it biostimulants be used in replacement of fertilizers? And it said no, but here it's almost contradicting itself, saying it can reduce the need for fertilizers. Um, so uh, it, it's a, don't get me wrong, it's a good answer, but I think this highlights why it needs to be really screened. If, if anyone's using these kind of examples as blog articles, they need to kind of be reviewed um, and, and fact-checked as well. Cool. Okay. So overall, what, what are your thoughts on the program and its responses? I mean, it's it's very impressive. I mean, like you see there, it's it's generated an article on biostimulants, which, you know, within 20 minutes, um, which would need very little revision. Again, just seeing some of those kind of a few comments, which I wouldn't say alarm bells are ringing, but would probably just need to be fact-checked. And again, that's why I think it's really important that anyone using this program should really fact-check anything that it's that it's producing um but it's very impressive i can see you know why it's got so much traction now because it's just generating articles very quickly with with quite good information um so yeah very happy with that can i ask you a question sam or can i ask a question to for you to type in uh, to yeah chat p gpt absolutely matthew okay well, well I, I thought of a question and it's the best i could do is are biostimulants effective which i guess is a bit more of an opinion thing so i just wondered if it could cope with that is oh, let's, let's let's put it so are biostimulants effective let's press enter and see what it comes out with so it's come up with the effectiveness of biostimulants can vary depending on a variety of factors including the specific product crop soil type environmental conditions an application rate and timing. However, numerous studies have demonstrated that biostimulants can have beneficial effects on plant growth, productivity, and stress tolerance. 
Biostimulants such as humic acid, seaweed extracts, and microbial inoculants have been shown to improve nutrient uptake and use efficiency, increase plant growth and biomass, enhance root development and soil structure, and improve plant tolerance to abiotic stress factors such as drought, salinity, and temperature extremes. Um, and then it says some biostimulants have been shown to improve plant resistance to pests and diseases. Oh, there you go. Um, but by stimulating the production of plant defense compounds or promoting the growth of beneficial microbes that compete with or inhibit harmful organisms. And then lastly, it summarizes. However, it's important to note that the effectiveness of biostimulants can be influenced by many factors. There is no one size fits all approach to their use. It's important to choose and apply biostimulants carefully according to label instructions and in conjunction with other management practices, such as proper plant nutrition and pest control. Additionally, the use of biostimulants should be evaluated on a case-by-case -case basis to determine their effectiveness and cost-effectiveness for a particular crop and production system. Uh, how, how's that, Matt? Is, is that satisfying? Yeah. Well, it's quite, it was quite a lengthy answer. It was sort of sitting on the fence at the beginning, but then got pretty specific. So yeah, I'm, I'm pretty happy with that. If I, if I could use that as an answer without me putting any effort into finding the answer out really then that that would that would work pretty well for me i mean what do, what do you think yeah i mean the answers it, again it's 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 very quite comprehensive it it touches on that kind of pest and disease control which is you know something we can't really talk about um but again if you were if you were typing this in and you had a real program response if we were if you were said writing an article on it and it generated that it would be quite quick to make those amendments to the article and you know it's it's very impressive i can't really uh, fault it to be honest brilliant so is there anything else you want to add about chat gpt is it something you're going to use forever now um i don't think i'll use it forever um i can see there being some use for it to to maybe if if we're with we're in the time crunch with any anything um but I can see the use of it if we needed to do an article. Um, it could give you a really good framework for an article, but I don't think it should be used um, as the sole kind of, like uh, it, it kind of promotes laziness if I'm being honest. Um, but if, if, you give, if it gives a good framework and you can amend it and correct any anything that it's coming out, which might be incorrect. Um, yeah, I can see that I'll, I'll be using it a little bit more in the future, definitely. Usually at the end of the Hawk Week podcast, we ask what your favourite plant is. What plant would you take to a desert island? So should we ask Chat GPT that? Yeah, let's, let's ask what, what is your favourite plant? Let's type that in and uh, see what it comes out with. It might say something like uh, a, a circuit board, perhaps. Oh, OK. So it says, as an artificial intelligence language model, I do not have the ability to have preferences or emotions. I am designed to provide helpful responses to your questions to the best of my knowledge and ability based on the information available to me. Love it. So uh, I think that's probably your answer there. It doesn't have a favourite plant. Brilliant. And that was really interesting, all about chat GPT. I've certainly learned a lot in the last 17 minutes. <laughs> anyway, so brilliant. Thanks very much to Sam Rivers from ICL, I'm Matthew Appleby, Hawk Week Editor, and this has been the Hawk Week Podcast. Make sure you never miss a Hawk Week Podcast. Subscribe to or follow Hawk Week Podcasts via Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Google Podcasts, or your preferred podcast platform. So once again, thanks to Sam, and until next time. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.